0: Mean Old Lion Media, where black and brown voices truly matter. Hey guys, this is Russ, and this is the Olic Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about the disappearance of Patricia Baby Doll Randolph. Patricia Randolph was an African American woman, also called Baby Doll, who was killed sometime in fall of 1977. She was only 21 years old at the time, and little is known about Patricia's life, but the small details we do know are tragic. Patricia Randolph's body was found along a rural road in Darlington Township, Ohio in 1977. Two men were walking along Anderson Road when they discovered her body laying in the bush on November 8th night. she was naked from the waist down. The police were called, but they struggled to identify Patricia at first. They attempted to make sketches of her face so she could be identified, but they weren't very successful. What actually ended up happening is they end up using the coroner's brother-in-law, who was still a high school student, by the way, but he was an artist, and they called him in to draw the sketch. The sketch was used and released to the media and Patricia was identified as a woman who went by the name Baby Doll from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. She was only 21 at the time of her death. Now, right away, officers did not believe Patricia would have been murdered where she was found. In fact, they believe her killer threw her out of a vehicle. As police began to learn more about Patricia, they realized how complicated this case may be see, Patricia was working as a prostitute at the time of her death, and she had a pimp named Edward Surratt. They had been recently seen fighting at a bar around the time that she was murdered. And I know what you're thinking, okay, he's a pimp. He was seen fighting her. It seems like this is going to be a pretty easy open and cut case. But this case actually gets a bit trickier. You see, because as police are eyeing Edward, they will come to find out that Edward is actually a serial killer. In fact, he would go on to be known as one of the most infamous serial killers of that area. Around the time that Patricia's body was found, a couple, Bill and Nancy Adams, they were found deceased. And the police would later determine that they were victims of Edward Surratt. In fact, pretty much 89% of the information I've got on this case came from one article titled Cold Case Who Killed Patricia Baby Dog Ranoff?" written by Christian Dorschner for the Times Online who, by the way, did a great write-up on it. But outside of that article, it's hard to find any information on Patricia. We have that one picture that's presented with the article, but I can't find any quotes for family members or loved ones. And that sucks because there's still somebody out there that loved her and cared for her and probably wondered where she was and was hoping that she was just okay and doing fine. And I absolutely hate when I have to do stories and you don't really see or hear the quotes from family to talk about how infectious their smile was Or how funny they could be once they got comfortable with you, when you two were just alone. Or how they had dreams or whatever it was. I hate when we don't get those little tidbits that remind the listener, this was a person. This is not just a case. This was a person who had hopes and dreams. And this is a person who's so much more than their name in a headlines or a podcast episode. But unfortunately, with this case, I just could not find it. It's just so little known. Now, what police seem to think is that Patricia was killed by Edward. At least that's the long speculation. As again, Edward is now known as a serial killer. And he was killing people in that area. In fact, he got dubbed the name, the shotgun killer. And there was a time there in the late 70s where people in that area were terrified of running into the shotgun killer because his killings didn't seem to make sense and felt like they were picked at random. In 2007 Edward was already sitting in a jail and he confessed to killing four people between 1977 and 1978. The victims were David and Lynn Hamilton, a married couple, John and Mary Davis, another married couple, John Feeney, and Renee Greger, a couple who were dating. Then, a few years later, he would come back into the fed and confess to killing more people. He added to the list Nancy Adams, Guy and Laura Mills, Joel Kruger and John Shelcombs, He murdered David and Linda Hamilton as their children slept inside. Now he didn't harm or wake the children. And while David was found and a trace of Linda's footstep was outside, Linda's body was never found. Now with John and Mary Davis, he shot them both and raped Mary before setting the house on fire to destroy the evidence. What detectives would later find out was that Edward would survey houses of his victims such as he would ride by in his truck or he would case a place on a bike. At the time of his confessions, prosecutors decided not to persecute Edward. And while some people were really pissed off at this, others kind of understood. You see, Edward was already in jail. He was already in jail serving two life sentences and an additional 200 years for crimes he had committed in Florida and South Carolina. These crimes included burglary, murder, assault, and rape. At that point, some felt that taking him to court and pressing these charges would be more of a waste of taxpayers' money as he was already never going to get out of jail. A Beaver County District Attorney, David Lozier, told WPXI, transporting someone who is serving a homicide life sentence in Florida up here would be too risky to him and people transporting him. To the jury and the court personnel, it's more important to get the closure than another conviction for homicide. And some people agree he's already doing the max and everything else would be just for show. And here's the thing, police they haven't stopped working on these cases and trying to find answers for these people. So some argue that it's not like it is leaving the victims' families with nothing to hold because either way he's getting punished. Adding a couple more years or a couple more life sentences can feel most. It's just symbolic at this point. When the police are still actively working, actively trying to get closure by letting them know what happened and why, and that's what they've been working on. Now, in a WKBN 27 News article, detectives mentioned that while we have those names, they actually believe Edward has even more victims that he, he has simply chosen not to talk to us about. Which brings us back to Patricia, because he has never admitted to killing Patricia. And while her case does not fit his M.O., because again, Edward's known as a shotgun killer and Patricia's cause of death was due to strangulation. They don't exactly match. But that does not necessarily mean anything. I mean, she died the same time that he was out here actively committing murders in that area. And she had close contact with him. Him, this very violent and probably predictable man. And though he's been connected to a few cases, please believe there are many more. In fact, in the late 70s, there were about two dozen unsolved murders along western Pennsylvania, eastern Ohio area, Edwards area. And out of those two dozen, which is 24, police believe Edward is linked to 18 of those murders. as that was his area, and in fact, he was working as a long-haul truck driver at that time, so there's no telling where other victims may be from or may be. Because here's the thing, he had that area all locked down, terrified of him in the late 70s. I mean, I mean, there's an article from the New York Times dating back to 1977 that goes into detail about how hardware stores were selling out of locks and bolts left and right while this chaos was happening. Now, going back to Patricia, while she was strangled and not shot, as was Edward's MO, people also need to keep in mind that he probably did not kill her for the same reasons he killed his other victims. It seems that with other victims, it was almost for sport, but he actually had a connection with Patricia. He was her pimp, which means there can be some speculation that he already was abusing her. And there was a chance that Patricia might have been with him when he killed one or two of his victims. Or she came across something suspicious and the speculation is he may have killed her to keep her quiet for what she knew or what she saw. But another theory is that is just a violent man who didn't necessarily need a reason to kill. Detective Simpson was quoted in an article, "Cold Case: Who Killed Patricia Baby Doll Randolph?" as saying, "We often wonder how Seret did things." It wasn't part of his MO to work with someone. That was always a hitch and a giddy-up for that theory. Why would he have her with him? That was something we always wondered about. The police are still working and trying to find all the victims of Edward and give them their names back and give families answers. In a 2021 article from triplive.com titled convicted killers serving life in Florida confesses to six Pennsylvania slayings including three in native Beaver County Lieutenant Colonel Scott Price stated and I quote PSP investigators never stop seeking justice for the victims of these terrible crimes and their families we hope that the confessions announced today will help bring some semblance of closure to victims loved ones and while they have not had any more answers about Patricia, we hope that one day they do. And we appreciate their efforts and the push that they are doing to keep getting as many names as they can and as much details as they can to give these families closure. Again, Patricia was just 21 years old when she died. She didn't get a chance to make mistakes and learn from them and grow older and wiser from them Like so many of us have. Her light was snuffed out and her life was cut short. It was unfair and it was unjust. But I really wanted her story to be told. And I really want her to know she was not forgotten. And my hope is that justice for her is given as justice for those whose names and stories get repeated and echoed online and national and international news all over the world. Patricia's case doesn't get the same amount of fanfare or write-ups, but her case and her story matters, and I thought you, the listener, should know about it. Unfortunately, that is all the information I have on this case, and if you have any information about what possibly could have happened to Patricia, maybe Donald Randolph, or any information and the Crimes of Edward Surratt. I ask that you call Crime Stoppers at 724-774-2000. Now that's all the information I have on today's episode. Welcome to season three. I miss you guys. And I will be releasing 10 episodes on a biweekly basis during the course of this season. I ask that you guys head over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts and leave me a review. Leave me a review with some words and head over to the Instagram page at Overlooked underscore podcast to see pictures of the people we are discussing and new information and case updates. Now, as always, I ask that you guys stay safe. I ask that you guys stay vigilant. And you will hear the sound of my voice in two more weeks with a brand new episode. You guys take care. Bye. Mean Old Lion Media, where black and brown voices truly matter. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block.